22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Hello, friends of the geek world. Welcome to another edition of... Or I'm sorry, <laughs> I started a little bit too suave. Let's try this again. Welcome to another edition of one of the last properties that Emperor Mickey doesn't fucking own. I swear to God, he's buying up everything. <laughs> if he offers me $4 billion, I'm letting you know I'm selling out now. I was going to say, if he does smack me in the face with a couple of million, I, I definitely got to consider it. We have been in talks. Oh, man. Well, until then... We are the non-Disney-less. Meanwhile, 22 pages later, episode 143, I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who is so smart, he can carry a debate by himself, but also could still manage to get lost in a room with only four walls. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Damn right. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. What is it? Roddy Piper from um, It Lives. Wrong. It's They Live. No, same shit. <laughs> no, It Lives is actually about uh, something else. Is it? it really? Oh, wow. Of course okay. it is. <laughs> Good job, Cap. Okay. Yeah, well, I was close. And the other <laughs> constant host that we have here is the man who has a heart of gold, a head of shine, and a beard of Brillo. Archie Square, off the tech. So the other day, as I was cleaning my motorcycle, I'd stared down at the odometer and a thought occurred to me. Yoda said, do or do not. There is no try. But then Obi-Wan says, only a Sith deals in absolutes. So does that make Yoda a Sith? <laughs> huh. Where is Jazz or JP for that? Think about it. Well, not the order for Jazz or JP because, you know, after that, after that quiz, one ranks higher than the other. <laughs> I'm not saying what. <laughs> well, they could always listen to the episode and find out. But <laughs> all right, let's get to it. So today we'll be covering probably the biggest crossover to date in the Arrowverse. And what we'll be talking about is Crisis. Oh, my God. Can't wait to talk about this. But first, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but Mike has purposely hijacked the mics. So after the quick news theme, we can only hear him. Lucky for us, he actually has shit good to say and, that, you know, it's very noteworthy. So make your way for Mike and his ego, because here he comes with the quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kai. Death. Damn, I thought we avoided that. Always um, death. Yeah, death and taxes. And it's not tax season yet. All righty. Oh, we are only a little more than a month into 2020, and already the year of the stutter has claimed lives in various geek cliques. For the literary geeks, Christopher Tolkien, son of legendary writer J.R.R. Tolkien, died on January 16th. Not simply to be known as the son of an iconic writer, Christopher was an author of his own right, and he also drew the original maps for his father's Lord of the Rings. He died at the age of 95. Oh my wow. God. That's yeah. a long life. Yeah. yeah. Right. Blessings. For for the sports geeks, L.A. Lakers star Kobe Bryant died on January 26th in a helicopter crash that also took the life of his daughter and seven other passengers. He will be remembered as one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Bryant was 41. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that one, like I said last episode, that one threw me. That one really had me reevaluate stuff. Oh, yeah. I still can't believe it happened. Oh, yeah. All right. For the film geeks, Hollywood royalty Kirk Douglas passed away on Friday. I'm sorry, on February 5th. The Spartacus actor was the father of another great film star, Michael Douglas. Kirk Douglas died at the age of 103. Hold on, hold on, hold Holy on, hold on. Holy Kirk Douglas died? Well, I'm sure that was what Kirk Douglas said when he died, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you had forever for that response. That's really good. <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> Oh, wow. I, right. I, I'm really amazed. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, let's see. Do we have more deaths? Yes, we do. For the political <laughs> geeks, Americans watched the demise of democracy as a Republican-dominated Senate refused to hear from witnesses and squashed attempts to acquire, acquire documented proof of President Trump's abuse of power and obstruction of Congress at his impeachment trial. With no surprise to anyone, Trump was acquitted by the Senate, of which Republican Party members had said they would do weeks before the trial had begun. Oh, okay. We're not going political. We're not doing it. I'm just... I mean, I can go on and on about that. The one thing I want to add is, then the next night, there was the death of decency as freaking Rush Limbaugh got the, the Medal of Freedom. 
Oh, just no. make me vomit like, in my mouth. What? But I said make me vomit in my mouth. My God. Yeah, I won't go there because it's not a political show. But yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of death going on. And yeah. Well, that was that was the end of my death. <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty much. Wow. All right. So now more news. Thank goodness. Sorry, Harley. Seems that Mr. J has a possible new love. Batman number eighty nine will tease the arrival of Punchline. Which solicitations describe as, quote, someone even more sinister lurking in the shadows waiting to deliver the coup de grace, end quote. The story and character are the creation of writer James the Fourth. Punchline will make her full appearance in Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen, number three, due out February 26th. I don't know how I feel. I mean, I can't feel anything because I'm not familiar with Tinian's work. I just, I don't know. I just feel like, why does Joker need a girlfriend? But, okay. Do, you know, do they have character designs already for her? Like out? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, she just... Like, let me guess, let me guess. Big titty woman. No. Really? That's no? you, Ralph. That's what you want, right? That's surprising. <laughs> no, these guys usually do something like that. Uh, they've toned that down. I mean, in the 90s, I mean, that would have been it. Listen. Your answer would have been right if this was 95. I just want to say something. Yeah, true. Just and if say Jim Lee was drawing her, yes. Or <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Choi, absolutely, but no. <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> Squirrel Girl. Just saying. Um, I've never. Just keep it moving, Mike. Oh my God, Squirrel Girl. Wow. <laughs> All right, and finally, and now from executive producer, my name is Rick Grimes, and genocidal <laughs> dictator and comedy writer, Black Doom, comes a new series so shocking and so dramatic it has been known to cause previously barren men to give birth. From the mind that brought you as the DC superhero movies turns. This podcast now brings you MFGs as the Marvel Cinematic Universe turns, already oh. in progress. <laughs> yes. When last we heard about Doctor Strange's sequel, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, original director Scott Derrickson magically departed the film. Lead actress Rachel McAdams has similarly disappeared. The specter of director Sam Raimi was thought to have been cited, but so far seems to have been an illusion. Meanwhile, the film's original writer, Jade Bartlett, has given up the ghost, and Disney Plus Loki series writer Michael Waldron has been brought in from another realm to write the script. Will the hoary host of Haggath send the evil dead to helm the sequel? Will Will Waldron be able to uncan an uncanny script? Or will the Sorcerer Supreme's second outing be a steaming pile of bippity-boppity-doo-doo? For the answer <laughs> to these and other important questions, tune in next time when Deshaun Lipschitz Bootlip Hill's only black Jewish teenager asks his father if he is more black or more Jewish. When his father asks why, Deshaun says, because this kid at school is selling his bike for, uh, for $50, and I don't know whether I should haggle him down to 30 or just steal it. Fuck. <laughs> Always haggle, and then when he doesn't give you the price you want, you steal it anyway. Ah, Mike, see, there you go. Mike, Mike not, not only has one, but two, two groups of people fucking getting angry at him now. <laughs> you know how, how I backed off of the whole, you know, fat even men. Now I'm backing off this one, too. <laughs> I never said she was fat. I said she was chunky. <laughs> so is that all your quick that's, news? That's polite for fat. <laughs> that's polite for fat. <laughs> yes, that's all my quick news. All right. So, <laughs> um, Ralph, any quick news? Yes. Which is? Ooh, I have a quick news. Ooh. For all you Lock and Key fans out mm -hmm. there. Yeah, you took my shit. Go ahead. Lock and Key is out and ready to be watched on Netflix. I, I've already Ooh. caught the first couple episodes so far. I haven't watched any of it yet. For, I don't know it. why. I just haven't. Quick first impression, Cap. Um, I'll say this. Just like all shows, they don't, I mean, they follow the book. But obviously they're going to take liberties because the way you construct a TV series and the way you construct um, a book are two different things. I'm waiting to see. That's all I'm saying. I'm waiting to see. Okay. I'm so excited. Do you, do you want my first impression, Ralph? Sure. You're ugly. <laughs> Damn. That's <laughs> not what she said. Oh. <laughs> she probably said it under her breath. That's why. <laughs> no, she was blind. Oh man! And now look at you messing with that community too. <laughs> all right, all right. It's, so it's I, okay; I mean, they won't see it coming. Oh, see it coming. the drummer should be shot for that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right, so let's go into it, guys. Let's talk about the probably the biggest crossover ever. I don't even know how they're going to top this. 
I know I'm already putting the freaking review in front in front of me introducing it, but God, what a great fucking series. Um, we're talking about the Arrowverse version of Crisis. And with the synopsis, is MFG Mike the Finance Guy? I'm wondering what his take is going to be. So Mike, go right ahead. Oh, thank God other people stopped talking. Oh, Back God. to me. Alrighty, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, it's an ambitious crossover event from CW's Arrowverse. The sixth annual event is an adaptation of the 1985 DC Comics event of the same name that was created by Marv Wolfman and George Perez. The live-action version follows uh, plot lines laid in last year's Elseworlds crossover. The five-episode adventure takes place in the uh, episodes of Supergirl, Batwoman, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Not surprising, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not review the event as a standalone series, and therefore we do not have any formal ratings from them. So for a synopsis, holy everything. The CW evidently broke its purse strings on a crossover event that literally spans Infinite Earth series and movies, proudly referencing fond memories from Batman 66, Burton's Batman 89, Birds of Prey 2002, even today's Titan series. The Anti-Monitor, yes, everyone knows that's a horrible name, is destroying the infinite Earths from all dimensions. Yes, we know it would be impossible to destroy an infinite amount of anything, but we'll go on. In a head-scratchy mathematics problem, Earth 2 was one of the first Earths destroyed by a wave of red antimatter energy that is then somehow bouncing backwards and forwards and maybe even sideways, obliterating trillions of lives in the process. The heroes of Earths 1, 38, and 74 are recruited to flail at anti-monitor henchmen while the big meanie uh, erects deadly energy towers on Earth. Now, I imagine that the wraith-like henchmen are called anti-threatening as they are easily dispatched with an unpowered human punch, but we digress again. Supergirl, <laughs> Superman, Batwoman, Flash, Arrow, and a couple of legends do their best to defend the multiverse. But when Black Lightning arrives from what we can only call Black People's Earth, when that was destroyed, you know things are getting serious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heroes die heroically, villains die villainously, and a crap ton of humans die inhumanely. Most of our protagonists are revealed to be paragons of things, thanks to the Adam's Paragon Detector, a device that only serves to prove that plot-writing paragons are not a thing. <laughs> but, but, but it's still one hell of a ride, especially when Fox series star Lucifer appears from Earth-666. And it's starring all of your favorite from CW's hottest super series because I am not listing all those damn people. I'm so glad we would be here another 15 hours. <laughs> it would okay. have been another episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right, so let's get into it. Crisis on Infinite Earths. But before we start talking about the series, let's press that spoiler warning and give Steve his due. Warning. The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, Piss off, you wanker. I know it's a recording, but is it me? Or the more that I hear it, the more he sounds raspier. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's getting older. It's Dorian Gray's recording. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting older, period. Um, <laughs> so that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Enter Stush. Look, I put a sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Stush. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Crisis. We have so much to get into and only a little bit of time. Let me ask this question. probably the only time I'll reference the comic. How happy were, I mean, how happy were you with the way they handled it? Because the comic was a lot. How, what, what, what series was it? Like a 12 comic series, 12. Mike? Mm -hmm. 12. Yeah, it was 12, 12. issues, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I own the book, and it's freaking huge, and it's dense. This is not small, yeah. this is not small writing. This is not like... um. What's his name? Brian Bendis, where it's like 15 panels of blankness. This is dense stuff. <laughs> Are you satisfied with the finished product of what limited resources they had and how they put it together? The answer, short, yes. All in all, I mean... For what they had and for the type of shows they are, I mean, these are not like, you know, the Netflix hard, hitty, gritty, realism-based things. I mean, there's always some fluff in all the uh, Arrowverse shows, and we've accepted it, love it or not. Um, I, it was definitely a lot of fun. I mean, they couldn't ever try and reproduce Crisis on the Earth uh, because of just the amount of characters alone, let alone the, the dense knowledge of all these other Earths and their people and whatnot that we've never even seen on TV. So for what you had, I thought they did a great job. Plus uh, all the, the cameos from people you haven't seen in years on TV was just so much fun. Yes. Ralph? Well, I quite enjoyed it a lot. It, Surprise. it, it was a lot of fun. I, there were parts where that were dragging down a little bit, a little bit slow. Where I'm like, 
looking at the clock while I'm watching, and I'm like, shouldn't you be moving the plot along a little bit? You know, just yeah. hop hop along a little bit. Come on, come on, mm-hmm. let's let's get there. We're, how are we gonna end this episode right now? What's going on? But right. overall, I was satisfied with the place that we were left in. It was a little confusing at the end because you see clips, so we know he. Well, I guess we'll we'll get into it when we get to that point. But there's something that it, it was really confusing. Okay, well, we'll okay. let's circle back to that. Please yeah. remember to to bring that up. I'll I'll say for me. Um, I never, when you think of crisis, it's almost like when you think of civil war or when you think of these great, um, these great series that were in comic books, you're like, well, how are they going to reproduce this? Like Mike said, half the characters don't exist. Half of the premises and the things that made the book interesting are not there. You have to introduce that. And for what they had, they made it not, oh, it was good. It was like, wow, this is really freaking good. Like to the point that, I mean, you, every crossover series has been a, oh, I bet I can top this one. I bet they, I don't know how they're going to top this one. This one was amazing. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I definitely am not ashamed to say I I had a few tears welling up sometimes through some of the episodes. I mean, it was just, it was touching. You know, some of the stuff is just really touching. Uh, just a few. I saw the box of tissues in your garbage, Mike. Come on. <laughs> ah, don't make me remember. T- tissues uh, aren't <laughs> only for, for crying, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> What's Wait. it, next to a big bottle of lotion? <laughs> there was something there. Yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, it, it really was. Uh, no, it, it was very but, touching. But like Ralph mentioned too, I mean, there were times where, like, like I thought, the, I think it was, yeah, the Flash episode. I believe it was. Was it the Flash episode or was it the Arrow episode? Which one was in the Speed Force? That was the Arrow episode, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, that was the Arrow episode. I that felt like it yeah. dragged a bit. Like, I mean, like dragged a lot because you're like, I just want to get to the end by this point, <laughs> you know. Um, that one, I, I, that one was a little confusing too. Like, why you sh- like? I understand you're trying to say that they're all stuck in the Speed Force and they're creating their own sort of like dream state, whatever. But like, it wasn't necessary. Yeah, it just felt weird, and also some of like the fact that like certain heroes weren't there was weird. But yeah, it just. It just felt unnecessary. Like they could have just kind of summed that up in a montage, and I would have been really happy. <laughs> yeah. Let yeah. me ask you this: There's a lot of different ideas that they threw around to obviously fit their plot. One of the things they use is the idea of having um, different actors come in to play the same characters. Like if you have um, two different versions of Superman, which we'll get to in a couple of seconds, and mm-hmm. they explain how why they look different from each world. How did you like that explanation? of the reason why you can use a Tom Welling or a um, Brandon Roth and they're the same person, essentially. Oh, I mean, I was fine with it, uh, you know, because they, they had to figure out something. It was I, I don't remember the quote, Ralph, usually good at those things. Maybe you remember it. Lex Luthor is actually the one that explains why everyone doesn't look the same. And it's not complicated. He just says it in one sentence. Um, something along, like, the idea of, like, it's not always, like, the same. It's the ideals or something like that. Because it's, it's, it's only brought up when uh, Tom Welling looks at Luthor, uh, Lex and he goes, you're not Lex Luthor. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's the only time it's actually addressed. And but, Lex is the one that says why that is. And bad writing, could that could have dragged on. Oh, it could have. I mean, they just mentioned it just for the sake of it. Um, but I'm glad they did it. I'm really yeah. glad because, you know, I mean, now granted, there's some things you could leave to the imagination of the viewer and say, well, you know, they get it, you know, because they all are the same person. But to just address it really quick and then keep it moving, I was fine with it. I, I actually kind of liked that they addressed it, but they kind of kept it moving and I was okay with it. Well, you do have to remember, they have to address it. I mean, you know, we're geeks from long standing, but a lot of people have not seen Superman Returns. True. A lot of so, people, um, remember, you have to remember, uh, it's almost now 10 years almost since Smallville went off the air. Wow. Yeah, yeah think about that. Wow. So that, that which means which which, which means and it was, so which means it started 20 years ago. Right. So a lot of people have not seen that <laughs> you know that are watching these new shows. So, you know, for people to be like, well, if he's Superman and he's Superman, that doesn't make any sense. Why, you know, like, why do they have the same character now? Or even the, or even the other one which is if he's Superman but now he's um the Atom. Right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which I was wondering. I was, that's the one I was like, "Well, how are they going to do that?" Well, Brandon Roth evidently does not work out as much as he used to because they had to stuff that Superman suit, and I'm not talking about his underwear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I saw, but it's he still looked good as as that particular version of Superman, and, and especially they they brought back they brought back the Kingdom Come s. 
Well, only, but only, it's really weird that they did that, though. I, I found that weird. Um, Ralph, are you familiar with Kingdom Come? Yes. Uh, the, okay, okay. I, I actually um, have a comic book right here in my office. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was weird because, I mean, granted, they're trying to introduce as much as possible. It's not like they're trying to tell a specific story. Right. But it's like you've given me the Kingdom Come Superman, but yet you're definitely telling me he is the Christopher Reeve Superman. Right. So that was just kind of weird. Well, you know? I mean... Well, they, well, they're saying that, you know, in that world, things got really, really bleak. And that made sense because you can see with Stalker Superman, shit should be bleak. <laughs> right. But I mean, again, from, again, the fans that know what that is, it's just that that is also an alternate world. So, like, that's not the Christopher Reeve Superman world. So it was just odd that they blended the two together. Just like, for instance, it's odd that the uh, Kingdom Come Batman is not part of that world. He's, he's on Earth-99. You're like... Well, I don't get that either. You know, if you're introducing yeah, one but, in one but, world, but, why did you introduce another in another? It, they split it up, but 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 for the story, it, it was fine. I, I wasn't... Yeah, again, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just saying that it was just, it's weird with the decisions they made, you know? I, I mean, I was... A lot of the things I didn't think... That, like, I, I, we all knew that... that um, we all knew that some things were going to happen. We knew that Brandon Roth was going to play Superman, but we, we also knew that um, Oliver Queen was going to die. Right. And here's my maybe my one of my few complaints about the series. Once you killed him once, then he came back to life as like the specter. Mm -hmm. When he died the second time, I wasn't I wasn't like all teary eyed. Oh, yeah, no. they, they killed him the first time, and I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, he's still living on. And, oh fuck, now he's gonna come back to die again. Oh, I, like I like that. I, I just felt like they could have done it a different way. Way yeah. that death could have meant something. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, there is. A, they, I think they should not have had him die in the, the first time. I think maybe they right. should have had that he was maybe severely out of service and that they took him to purgatory for whatever reason. Maybe his soul was fading. And then that's when he meets Jim Corrigan and becomes a specter. I think then his death at the end would have been like the finale. Like it would have been like, you know, here's my death. It was like he was like his death was like Cher's world tour. I'm still going, you know, um, <laughs> But I also love with uh, with his first death. I love when the anti monitor brings it back, and he's like, he fought to his very last breath, and then he proceeds to talk for about the next eight minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, evidently he had a lot of breath left in him, <laughs> you know. And also, like, I, I like the fact that they also couldn't just let him have a hero's death and be like, he fought, and because he fought, like, you know, ten other people lived. I mean, you know, that's like fighting like a hero. It's like, no, because he fought one billion people survived. I'm like, all right, come on. And, and here's a micism. An archer did that? Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Against those those ghosts as or uh, those minions as meaningless as they were. I'm telling you, they were called they should just be called anti threats. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they, they were the least threatening thing. Because when they showed up, you're like, oh shit. And then like when the Adam for no reason does something magically scientific to, to Batwoman's Batarang so that they can suddenly kill those things. I'm like, people are killing them with their feet. Literally, because Sarah's just drop-kicking them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't think it took any, like, they just, he did something to her Batarang, and I'm like, he's like, oh, that worked. I'm like, everything works. You could pretty much have just turned on a, a window fan and blown them away. That would have been about <laughs> it. <laughs> so this seems like a perfect time for... Ralph explains it all. So, is it ever really a perfect time for that? I don't think ever, but, you know, he's going to keep doing that. So, <laughs> so what's going on here? So uh, most of us particle physicists understand, and us quantum physicists, that <laughs> when uh, antimatter comes in contact with matter, they sort of cancel each other out. So their matter hits the ghost antimatter, dispersing the antimatter into the ether. One thing I have to question, though, is do you understand the word us? Because I, I don't remember you being a particle physicist. <laughs> I, I didn't I show you my degrees. Like, they're all on the wall. <laughs> also, I, also, I'll say this. Didn't you just say that um, if antimatter and matter collide, they cancel each other out? One doesn't get dispersed. If they cancel each other out, maybe they repel each other. But they can't. Or, or they both would be dispersed. Not one be dispersed. Or, 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 or also, or also, let's bring in this. Then, if that's the case, then the the fact if they just touched anything, they would just disperse. <laughs> like, like they would literally be anti-threatening. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Pretty much, pretty much. So, but what's what's going on is that the the monitor is enhancing, you know, 
all the their heroes. ability to fall apart. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going um, on, and that has been Ralph explains it all. It's the and show within fucking, the show, and he fucking bookended it. I can't believe that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, all right. Thank you, Ralph, for that um, very intellectual and intriguing um, snippet. Um, let me ask you this. Because there's so many things we could talk about. The plot, we could talk about. Which was your favorite inclusion? Because the weird thing is, here's one of the weird things. And I only watched Flash and part of Arrow. How quickly they wrapped up everything for, like Flash. Oh, yeah, it's, um, who, who's that villain? You're not really going to die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John, Wesley, John Wesley Ship's going to die. Well, no, no shit. Um, actually, no, but one of my favorite things, it wasn't so much John Wesley Shipp being there. What really, it actually brought a tear to my eye was when he died and you flashed back, and I think her name was Tina. You saw Tina, his yeah. girlfriend oh, from, from the from, series. From, yep. That was just somehow so touching. I, and I don't, there was no reason why. <laughs> like, it was just, it was just somehow them just showing that little snippet of his series and not, and the series was not good. You know, even, even for like, Desperation series, it's not that good, you know. It's but a, it was just somehow it was just watch. so. But it was somehow really sad that like you saw his last thought was of Tina. That was just it really got me for some odd reason. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I enjoyed that. I just struggled watching John Wesley Ship trying to look like he's running fast when he really wasn't. Was all those all those bags of cloth he has under making his muscles that take your eye away? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, dude's the OG. Respect, all right. Hey, the the OG was Kevin Conroy coming at coming out as a oh, physical geez. Batman. I thought that. I mean, it's really weird. I thought that was a disservice to him, and I'm not sure why he seemed to be so excited about it. I mean, I understand the excitement of initially being offered, but it's like you didn't get to play your Batman. You you got to play a really twisted, demented, fallen down Batman, and then like I, I guess that was probably I, I just what thought that was, was very low. You know that maybe that's what. Like made it fun for him the fact that he wasn't playing the same right. Batman he's been playing his whole life. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, for him that's fine, but I I did feel it was disservice because I mean we know he's what he's the voice of, yeah. and even though they don't in any way, shape, or form link the two, to think that that would be how Batman the animated series turned out is just kind of like, eh. you know. <laughs> I I just oh, I mean, wanted him to say, "I am the knight." And but see that's and and that's why and that's why you know and that's what I'm, makes them not connected. Yeah. Right. I, I'm I'm glad that they, that they didn't connect it. I'm glad, but I'm also glad that he got a chance to be part of that because it's so easy to to, to kind of dismiss. Even though us real geeks and us real fans would never dismiss Batman the animated series, but it's easy for for the for for the average person to be like, oh just the cartoon series. Oh, he's not part of it. He's a part of the fabric of of DC comics and DC animated and. And the DC world. So I was so glad that he was part of that. So oh, looking him in that suit, I'm like, wow, he's really old. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah and, like... and Conroy, if you're listening, I am not insulting you. I'm just saying, wow, they could have beefed you up. They could have given you Brandon Roth shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As a favor, <laughs> poor guy. But, but I was very happy to see him and how they played him out. And Batwoman actually looked like she had some life in this series. Well, I was like, just, I was so funny you were going to mention. I was about to say, let me just touch off for a second that, it, it, which just shows you it's not the actress, which not not say anyone said, because, you know, you get people that are like, oh, she sucks. It's like, no, it's the writing that's not that great in her series. Because she was fine. I mean, she wasn't, she didn't, you know, revolutionize the Batwoman character on screen. No. But she, she was more lively and she was written a, a lot more personable in a way that you wouldn't mind watching a series of her, you know. Right. Um, she had a little bit more dimension. Like you said, she had a little bit more life, you know. She was and flirting I did, with Supergirl. I, I love, though, when she uh, threatened Lex. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, that, I thought that was really good. Speaking of Lex, holy fucking, holy fucking great villains, Batman. John Cryer is just... Oh, really he's... He's topped my Lexus of live portrayals. He's number one. There's just no. Wow. Okay. Well, well look what we have as live portrayals of Lex. Hey, Michael I mean, Rosenbaum only, was not that bad. I was about to say the only other one is Michael Rosenbaum because the other Lex were. It's not that they were. It's not just that they were cartoony. They well, Hackman and Spacey are the same guy technically. Right, and but but what's even worse is Spacey is doing a horrible Hackman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's a good actor, and he's doing a horrible Hackman. Don't, um, don't even mention, but, uh, you know, Batman v Superman. What was his name? Oh God, Jesse yeah. Eisen. Oh my! Yeah. I I yeah. literally no. forgot about him until you said that. Oh shit! <laughs> you know? 
I literally forgot oh, about him. Relaxed. Yeah, oh, um, he he would be he would be sub infinity, you know. Um, <laughs> sub infinity. But no, I mean no. John Cryer, his Lex is, yeah, deadly. I mean, and oh, like yeah. just viciously deadly and smart. And it's something that they've ignored almost all the even 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 he who shall not be named Lex Luthor. Even though he killed in Batman v Superman, like John Cryer is like way scarier and way. I mean, he's proven that he will kill in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I couldn't, it took me a while to take him seriously. Because I'm not yeah. really watching the Supergirl series like that. Right. And I know that a couple of people were watching it and telling me, oh, wow, John Cryer is Lex Luthor. I'm like, really? Yeah. No, really? He's, fucking, he's, fucking Ducky? Listen, <laughs> listen. John Cryer is a man with amazing range. Wait, two and a half men is playing, you know. No, he, he, does, he does that role. You know, great service. Yeah, no, he, he really is doing a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's uh, watching this series especially was a great surprise, um, and wa- watching him, you know, just be Lex Luthor, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'll shut up. Yeah, uh, he, he's probably one tops in my list. And you got to thank the writers too for writing him that way, because like, just the the simple fact, like, so when, uh, <clears throat> when everyone's in the. Um, in the what's the the time place? Oh, I forget what it's called, but yeah, the the place the, that's outside the vanishing of time. Point. The vanishing point. There you go. So when they're at the vanishing point, and everyone's like, okay, so these are the the people who survived, and you don't see Lex, and then just out of nowhere, you see him pop out of Superman because he, it's a Lex thing to do to change his fate like that. Well, I mean, it is really weird to see that happen. Usually, it's Batman that pops out of Superman, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Um, what I was about to say is but that scene alone was priceless for what reason Um, come on come on especially you Cap come on Wait, the scene where where where, where um is it in the where Lex where, where, where Lex makes uh where he pops up where Superman was when he was dying Yeah, what's so what's so great about that scene? It's a redoing of the scene where Superman is holding Supergirl when she's dead. Oh, that's right. And it's oh, literally, right. literally, almost exactly the exact pose. That's it's right. That's such right. a yes. wonderful moment to see but that. It was, but it's you know. flipped. It's reversed. Yeah. You know. So that was just wonderful. Um, the way that went, like even the way he had his hand held over the body, it was just, it's just wonderful seeing that pose. It, it was a really good moment for me because I was like, I know that right away. And you were probably so happy much. that Brendan Roth died, didn't you? Uh, that Superman, yes, <laughs> but he's alive again, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, so much fan service in this particular series, to the point that I was like, well, they're not going to be able to do. I mean, let's just talk about. I mean, we're bouncing back and forth throughout the series, and obviously, we're we're not going to try to do a chronological right. retake of everything. We're just telling you how fucking great it was. But going back to the beginning, when they started going over all the different Earths, and he's, and once they hit Batman, um, um, um Earth eighty nine. Mm-hmm. And Robert Wool is there. I was like, yeah. holy shit. Then you see the bat signal from the movie. Yep. I'm like, Double holy shit. Then Birds yeah. of Prey. And I used to yeah. love that show. I mean, yeah, you that, got, show, and that show was bad, but it was still good. It was, it, it was fun. You, you also yeah. had uh, Earth 66 with Burt Ward there. Oh, yeah. Just seeing him. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> man, you are old. But again, loving you, dude. Man. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's giving him the love. Well, the fact yeah. that he was walking the dog that looks like the dog from the comic book. Yeah. It looks kind of like Crypto, yeah. yeah. No, not, no, not Crypto. The, oh, the, no, the, not... Uh, the bat dog. Um, oh, Ace. Ulysses? Ace. 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 That's Ace. Ace. Um, yeah. But no, that was fantastic. Uh, it was... But, like, shocked me seeing um, Titans. I was like, well, damn. Oh, my <laughs> God. Know? I was just How like, many times I, I was like, holy shit. But, but, I mean, but again, and I mean, I even wrote to Cap. I'm like, because he was busy working late, and I'm like... Do not yes. go onto social media. Do not talk to anybody until you see the third episode. Was it third? Yeah, it was the third episode, right? I thought it was the fourth. Was, or we made the fourth episode. episode. Fourth one, yeah. um, when when the Flash actually meets Ezra Miller's Flash, yeah. oh that was God. shocking. I'm like, wow. I don't even know how they got DC's permission, uh, DC movie permission for that one. And I do wonder if they'll do it the other way. Probably, in his movie, probably because I mean, his movie's still supposed to be Flashpoint, so yeah. he should be doing something. I, I, I would think it would only be correct if they did. I'll say this, but like I say every time we talk about the Arrowverse, um, Greg Berlanti can't do any wrong. They've given him so much clout and so much room to play with. Where before mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, you've got Arrow and you've got these villains, and that's it. Right. And he only had that to play with to to for him to be able to pull that. 
That's yeah. him. That's all him. Yeah. Well, but the thing, the only thing I did not like about that scene, because I mean, it was fun, and we get the fact of what the fun's supposed to be. But it's like you just watched Barry Allen from Earth ninety. You've wa- you've met Barry Allen from Earth two, three. You've met Jay Garrick. He's like, wait, you can't be the Flash. I'm Barry Allen. I'm like, you've met other Barry Allens. Why are you suddenly <laughs> so incredibly amazed? <laughs> that Ezra Miller is also a Barry Allen. Like, like it wasn't that he was just amazed that like, wow, you've got darker hair or wow, your suit's just really different. It was, it was the whole idea that he existed. And I'm like, you've just met several flashes. Like, yeah, no, yeah, I guess, common for you. I, I guess that you know? was their way of echoing the, the, the fans. The surprise response. of the fans. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was fun though. But um, yeah, that one, of, no, no, of all the surprises, oh. not saying it's the best surprise, but it was the most surprising of the surprises. Yep, you know? definitely. Well, you know what this means? Ralph explains it all. Hey, you Twice. get one explanation really? to show. So, Twice. so, <laughs> so you you were a little confused there. Uh, the reason why he was like saying this can't be happening is because when when that happens at this point, the the anti monitor had already wiped out all the other um, worlds. This worlds. Was, this was happening okay. in the Speed Force. So mm-hmm. he, t- to Barry's knowledge, there is no other Flash because all the other Flashes are gone. That's why he was saying this This can't be happening. Okay. Yeah, but then he was just still amazed at like he was, cause meeting he, another Flash. Though. Because he it, thought all the other Flashes are dead. Yeah, but that would just be like, holy shit, you know, I thought all the Flashes were dead. This was like, I've never met a Barry Allen. Because when they both said my name is Barry Allen, they were both like, <gasps> and I'm like, Really, guys? You know, at least at least one of you should be used to this. But again, <laughs> it was still a fun scene. All know? right. I, I I think Ezra Miller was just surprised that he was able to get a script. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> they, they, they was on screen on something. Wait, I'm not in a holding pattern. Bet. <laughs> well, this has been Ralph explains it all. I really uh, regret sending that email. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what do we think about the literally pointless? Unless, and I don't need an explanation from you, Ralph. Uh, literally pointless. <laughs> He's done his two. It's the, the okay. Literally, yeah, you've, 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 you've exceeded your one, so we're good. Uh, okay. No. Uh, so the Paragons. It, it was like the most throw-out, worthless premise that did nothing <laughs> except make people sound really awkward going, I'm the Paragon of whatever. That's just the most awkward thing for you to keep saying about yourself, and they kept saying it about themselves. It felt you know like what? it felt like the Captain Planet plot device. You, you know what that, that was important because of this. No, you, huh? you know what that was. That that okay. was recycled writing from the Legends episode, where they were all each totem bearers, and then they formed the big uh, teddy bear together. That's right, what that but was. At least the totem bearers, you're like, okay, like I'm. The, I'm, you know, inhabiting the totem of blank. Like, it's air. It's something physical and makes sense for that. This is, I'm a paragon of hope. Why? Like, like. Because I, I never the, give up hope. I, I, I mean, but Barry never gives up hope. He's the paragon of love. And I'm like, so, you know, at first, Iris was like, mm. But, you know, <laughs> but it, was, it just made, like, no, like, like, Batwoman was a paragon of courage. Really? Has she flown off and almost died in space? Like, it happened several times in the Supergirl episodes? Because that's a lot of courage. Or, or, like, or, or like Arrow when he fought against Raja Ghul knowing he was going to die and he falls off the fucking cliff. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That takes courage. Or, or my favorite thing, which is. You accepted it in the Supergirl TV series since it's her series and there was literally no discussion ever of there being a Superman show that they have like clipped his balls to the point that they are like, they're just gone, <laughs> you know, um, because evidently in that world, he, he, she's stronger than him. She's faster, et cetera, et cetera. They've literally said this in the Supergirl um, because of stuff that's happened there. It's unimportant. I mean, technically this she's one, older. Yeah, but that's not important. He's also been on Earth longer and absorbed more solar energy. That's true. Yeah, see, exactly. Um, but the part that gets me is Superman is the paragon of truth. Oh, not you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even the paragon of fucking truth. You're just <laughs> literally the most you. And I love this guy, Superman. He is, I mean, we already had a ranking in one of the past mm-hmm. shows. He is one of my favorite Superman. He's, he's pretty much, yeah, I think I listed him right under Christopher Reeve. He's my second favorite Superman. He really does the role so well in what we've seen him. But they have done him no justice. Like, or like they say, they've done him dirty. <laughs> you know? But I think part of that, and, and I don't want to get too deep into that, but I think part of that is because they're already getting ready to have a series come out, was it fall? 
Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They didn't hype him at all. Like at least, at least, oh, he's the paragon of truth. Okay. I don't get what that means either, but sure. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're not even a paragon of anything. <laughs> you know. But 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 all, all that's wait, the, wait. Superman's having a show on the CW? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's Superman been? it's uh Superman and Lois. Oh right. Yeah, and they're gonna have their and they're gonna have their twins. I think the, I remember the, 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 someone talking about this on a quick news somewhere sometime. Yeah, probably. Ago. Probably probably. probably. Oh, I'm glad yeah. you partially listened. You're getting better. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say something, Cap? No, of course. There we go. Now we're back to normal. Uh, yeah. So I mean, th- that's just my little annoyance with that. Um, because I'm like, you, you guys just won't give him a break. Seriously. You know, you know what annoyed me, Pariah? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, only well that one they shoehorned that in. It's like, yeah, it was like I have really? to watch this death. I'm a Pariah, which basically is as bad as his script was of why he was called Pariah in the comic book as well. Yeah. But it just sounded worse live <laughs> you know. but was, the costume it was, was spot on yeah, the costume was good i, I mean, mean it was uh, bad but it was spot on it, it was what it was what it looked like i yeah. actually like um lila's costume she really looked great as harbinger and i'm glad they didn't do the helmet although i did kind of want them to have the helmet in her hand <laughs> i don't <laughs> you know why the like, on but you wanted it in her hand yeah oh, just God. because it was part of her uniform <laughs> you know all right um, how are we? Oh, you know what's funny? All this talking, we never mentioned Black Lightning. Oh yeah, um, I I was very shocked. They I was reading stuff that they they did say that it was a very much a last minute decision for them to include him in the universe into wow. the whole crisis. Yeah, I mean because they just I mean they it's they've never dealt with him in the in the two years he had been there prior. Um, so they you know but they just included it at the last moment. I think I think they're the better for having done that. Yeah, you know. And now that, I w- now that they have their some. Semi Justice League formed. Yeah, I want to see in, what that's going to lead to in their janky Hall of Justice. Yeah, like well, I kind of Hall of Justice is it's a freaking hangar. Yeah. All open floor plan. You can't talk shit about anybody because it can hear you. <laughs> well, Supergirl can hear you no matter where you were talking shit about her. True. True. It's, it's like yo, yo, uh, Black Lightning. So, what, what's going on with that Batwoman chick? She doesn't even have any powers, man. What's what's going on? And she comes out of nowhere and just hits you with a battering. <laughs> talk shit about me? Well, 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 well. Since you brought it up, how are we feeling about that ending? How are we feeling about the, the way they resolved it and the fact that they, well, that know, there is one Earth. All the Earths now. It's now it's one Earth, but now there's a couple of more right. Earths. Well, there's they've they've coalesced our popular planets, but yet the there's at least a multiverse again. I, I mean, I did love watching the multiverse for Earth Two. Uh, seeing that because that that's evidently oh, for their shows yeah. coming up because you saw star girl i think you saw uncle sam and you saw um stripey and rocket you know and all and uh and actually you saw a female wildcat yes yes, yes. Yeah. So, so here's here's where my confusion uh started with with this whole so we as the viewer are supposedly on under the understanding that there still is a multiverse but right. the characters in the show no longer know there's a multiverse. Okay. They, 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 because the breach, like, like Cisco's breaches and stuff like that, that technology, none of that works anymore because I guess the frequencies are all different. Yeah. They've made that clear. So they're, they keep saying there are no more universeses. Okay. But they're, not, they're unaware of that. But there right. actually is. Yeah, well, we saw them. We saw them. Because, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Titan, because Titans is still a thing, and um, Doom Patrol is still their own Earth, yeah, which yeah. I thought they were the same Earth, but whatever. No, um, they're not. Yeah, and then... Um, which, which somebody explained that's why they're going to try to get cyborg a different cyborg to Titans because then they can say, oh, that short cyborg? No, he can stay with, <laughs> he can stay with Doom Patrol. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so that, that makes more sense because watching um, uh, The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow afterwards, they were all like, you know, there's we're, we're Earth Prime, there's no more Earths, and Supergirl also, there's like, there's like uh in the last Supergirl, the, sec, the the first Supergirl episode after Crisis, mm-hmm. there's this sort of like incursion of doppelganger, doppelgangers from right. other mm-hmm. Earths that were put together onto... Well, they're saying that they City. somehow... They're thinking that they somehow slipped in prior to the full destruction or whatever. I mean, it doesn't... That yeah. part, it gets loose and misunderstanding because if Oliver recreated i mean granted he i mean well i would say he's not omnipotent but he was damn close by that point as a specter yeah like it doesn't make sense why this would be um also like i do like the fact that um only only in the flash which just had its episode this week Mm -hmm. um 
that Cisco is the only person that has brought up the thing that everybody, I mean, and maybe you want to kind of let it go, but he's like, yeah, there's this earth, sure, and it's got 7 billion people on it, but it's the 7 billion people from multiple earths, so let's just pretend, let's just make it easy. Let's just say there were only 10 earths, and each earth had exactly 7 billion people. Well, we have 7 billion people cobbled together from different earths. That would mean that, you know, 63 billion <laughs> other people are dead now. But everyone seems to be really okay about that. Like, because Supergirl's like, whew, everyone's back. I'm like, no, this isn't your Earth. It's, it's a combination of Earths. A lot of billions of people died. You know? or, 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 maybe, or, or maybe I don't look at it this way. Maybe the, the billions of people didn't die. A lot of them were merged. Because you have the same people in each Earth. They're, they're, they're emerging of multiple you know, people. Well, the fact that we have doppelgangers showing up tells you those other people died. <laughs> because <laughs> because they remember their earth yeah. <laughs> you know i guess we so, know cap you know. explains it all <laughs> yeah uh, you know cap so, explains nothing at all <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean I, just, I mean but i did like the fact that cisco brought it up and had a little meltdown on it because i was like okay at least we've addressed the, the elephant in the room and i was fine with that everyone doesn't have to have the same amount of feelings but i'm glad that as writers they were like yeah we didn't forget yeah. <laughs> i have a theory it's like it's like the it's like it's like the blip it's like the blip on uh, marvel yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, I, I have a theory on Cisco. What's that? He will be getting his vibe powers back. Oh, definitely. Uh, it probably will. I mean, I, I, there's no reason that he wouldn't. I mean, right now it's just a plot point as to why he doesn't have them. But yeah, I, I was surprised he didn't keep them after the anti monitor's whole fight. You know, right? My I whole mean, but evident- like, how does he not have his powers? Well, don't forget, I- Oliver rewrote everything. It's it's not right. his choice. So I, I maybe Oliver thought he'd be happier with. I mean, who knows? I mean, we're putting a lot on this guy, bringing as much together as he could. I, I have, uh, a, I I think that it's the like the cure won't take with him. Like it's gonna something's gonna happen. It's gonna force him to his powers to come back. Because if oh, I'm sure it'll the, be a nice you know Dusex Machina yeah, type the, thing. The way they make it make us understand is that the cure doesn't like remove your powers it sort of suppresses your powers right but once they pop back then you can't use the cure again yeah so right. i mean yeah. yeah so we'll see what happens with that um something else about that. oh i was about to say oh so what did we think though um you were mentioning the 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 uh the hall of justice as it's not called yet um <laughs> super i mean no. granted i hope that they just the did it hall literally for a wink and a nod and for no other reason because any other reason would make no sense, but what did we think about Gleek? You were just holding on to that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Mike was talking, was like, really, Gleek? <laughs> well, I mean, the thing that got me is, like I said, and again, I'm hoping that it's literally just no more than a wink and a nod does not need to be brought up again. I'm thinking um, that's what it is. Because, I hope that's what because it is. otherwise, it's like, I mean, granted, we don't know what kind of quote unquote space monkey he would be, if that, even if he is that, but he's obviously been unfed in a warehouse. For years, <laughs> you know, so I would wonder what you would tell me he is. Didn't they have a banana on the floor or something? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, where'd you get the banana from? Like, it's a warehouse that's empty. <laughs> and, and you, and you just glue. broke out, <laughs> you know. It was but the, the one the twins gave it to him. I, I was very... I was actually very surprised that they were merging every single Earth, even though I had a feeling that's what they were going to do. I, th- I was like, okay, well, maybe they'll leave some separate. Or... No, they, they merged all of them. I, I was very yeah. like, oh. I'm just waiting for the Flash to show up in Black Lightning. Well, um, I, what I'm... And you can feel it a little bit around the edges. It's mm-hmm. having the problem of, well, now that you've merged it, and we know that supposedly... I mean, we know that the people that remember the world the way it was have no knowledge of the events that they actually live on this planet, on this Earth. So that's confusing enough, first of all. And, and also, that should be a lot more confusing than you actually think about it. Because think right. about it. Because remember, like, they literally have done, they've lived all these lives that they don't remember. Yep. Because like, like Supergirl and, and The Flash don't remember taking this picture together. And what did that old guy say when Barry's like, well, how long have we, you know, teamed up? He's like, since forever. Yeah. So, so that means that, like, you know, first of all, again, now let's go back to Black Lightning. So no one's like, hey, wouldn't it be great if Supergirl or Superman or Flash or someone saw that little, I don't know if you guys watched uh, Black Lightning, like where they were able to get out a little bit of a TV signal. And it's like, well, gee, all those heroes know Black Lightning. It's nothing, even if they thought it was false, they'd be like, hey, maybe we should contact Jefferson. 
and find out if everything's okay. Or, or no, that's not happening. Or, or when <laughs> you know? Jefferson was at the 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 janky JLA, he could have been like, "Hey, um, so there's like these Markovian insurgents attacking my city." Not not even that part. My city's on lockdown, and the and the country's being lied to about why we're on lockdown, yeah. and a bunch of people are being killed. Kids are being killed. For the experiment. How and I'm about like, you? Just, just, just <laughs> pop on down. You know, I'll throw on a pot of gumbo. I mean, at, what po- at what point did like, <laughs> at what point did like Barry and Supergirl like turn to each other and Barry was like, it's Black Earth. I don't think we should get involved. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you know, like, I mean, you know, I mean, and, and, and you know, I know it sounds like it's overreaching, but it's like, well, now that you've blended this together, I mean, sure, you could say in the world that Black Lightning really never bothered to associate with them, but still heroes are heroes are heroes. They yeah. would kind of be like, Hey, when especially now you're part of the um, the the super friends, we should probably worry about what's going on in his part of the world. Well, well, well now let's see what happens because now up to right before crisis, all that stuff was part of the old history. Right now, so, you know, right, now but, but you see it. what I'm saying though. But like, I'm not talking about Black Lightning for a second. I'm saying the people of the no, town no. that know yeah. all of these heroes exist. Yeah, but but now we have to see how when we finally go back to Black Lightning, let's see how they handle it. Because well, now we've already been back to Black Lightning. Yeah, I've seen. I've oh seen yeah, that, you're not so. watching. I mean, they have, and he remembers it. He's telling like you know one of his crew like, oh yeah, multiple words, da 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 da, and you know, and everyone's like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So are you going to get your friends to help us? <laughs> <laughs> so so the reason that um, Supergirl doesn't go down because in the moment she shows up. Someone will be like, uh-uh, this ain't your blindside moment. Get away from here. <laughs> wow. But actually, she, she, well, she's got the super, You're she's super asshole. sensitive to all that. Yo, mama, yo. Woo, <laughs> mama. She gets a lot of that. <laughs> wow, Mike did that really well with somebody who doesn't do that. That was really good. <laughs> Even a broken right, clock so, is right twice a day. That's right. <laughs> is there anything else you want to mention before we go to renaming the series, the series and ratings? Yes. So, so. A little bit. This is after Crisis. Is the the series finale for Arrow? I was just about to bring that up. I don't know if it's oh, the same thing. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. Did, did anybody think it was weird that they had a cliffhanger, the episode right before the season finale, and they don't even talk about it with the the whole uh, William getting kidnapped and then um, the JJ regaining his memory of the the old world. Did anybody think about that? Like, what do you, I'm sorry. What do you mean by who didn't reference what? So in in uh, the second to last episode of Arrow. Right. Well, that's that's set in 2040. By that point, so this is after the whole crisis, and it's yeah. set in 2040. Right. Um. So William gets kidnapped at the very end. Right. Okay. And someone gives JJ back his memories of being uh, a, the leader of the Deathstrokes. Mm-hmm. But then. In the series finale, they right. don't even like like that doesn't even well, come up again. Well, the series finale is is in our time period, and Sarah brings Mia back for the funeral, and she does flash when she's looking at her father's statue and sees, to that moment that yeah. she could mention that she knows nothing about the Deathstroke thing. No, I, I know that fact. Right. So so she knows nothing. I mean, now yes, is it weird that she hasn't mentioned? But I mean, at the same time, when she goes back to her time period, I mean, that's really when she would worry about is when I go back home, I got to worry about this. No, but what yeah. I'm saying is, why the fuck would the writers introduce this? To a series that's already over. Well, because they're getting their own series. Arrow, right. uh, Green yeah. Arrow and the Canaries is a series that's coming out. Why does no one tell me this shit? Oh, I thought you knew. <laughs> Why does no one tell me this shit? <laughs> we, tr- we try. We try. But but what do we think about Diggle? Oh, my God. Or, or, like, or, like, the monitor, good, or I, like the monitor said, I didn't recognize you without your ring. I, I was very, very happy with that because, I don't know, I just, it's a good fit. What's well, a good, good fit. fit? I mean, now supposedly, even, even though you're trying to make everybody into a hero, and I'm like, okay, guys. Well, well, remember, they did say earlier on. I mean, they even gave us that drop because I think his father is General Stewart. Yeah. So Diggle's last name is not the last name that he was that he was born under. He is John Stewart. Uh oh. I forgot about that. Yeah. See. Yeah. So they. I mean, they didn't make a big deal out of it, but they dropped that so that when he gets it, it is John Stewart, not John Diggle, the Green Lantern. It is John Stewart actually. But now my question is, depending on how much power they have for things, isn't HBO supposedly doing some kind of a Green Lantern core yeah, thing? Yeah. So I do. It would be great if he got pulled over. That would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that'll happen. I don't know, you know, who's in charge of what, but that would be kind of cool. That would be. I agree. But 
I'm telling you, Berlanti. Can't, I don't want to say it. I don't want to jinx him. Berlanti has got the Midas touch right now, and to let him touch all the other properties is probably <laughs> your best bet. He is the, he is the DC Kevin Feige yeah, right yeah. now. Oh yeah. I mean, if I mean, and now mind you, who's the other guy that's with Berlanti? There's another guy that's with him. Um, but whoever the other guy is, when, when they're together, they've made magic. DC would be foolish to not let them handle their properties, hands down. And, and DC's never foolish, thank goodness. <laughs> so, right. Well, if um, if he has the Midas touch, he should just be careful and not touch himself. That's going to happen. <laughs> okay. All right. Are we done now? We're going to go do some ratings? Oh, yeah. He might end up with a gold member. <laughs> <laughs> And you gave yourself the, the, the rim job for that. <laughs> Wish someone gave you a rim job, shut you up. All right, um, all right. So let's go for it. Renaming the series. Ralph, go first. All right. Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's it. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of anything better. You know, it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was just so good. You know. And kids, the moral of the story is don't wing it. Uh, <laughs> no, that was actually after like, you know, days and days of, of thought. I was like, what, what could I call it? You know? Yeah, whatever. Crisis on <laughs> the Infinite Earths that we only know of like 20. Dude, you know? dude, dude, dude. <laughs> Don't lie. You crisis just, you just realized, you realized today when I texted you that, that we were talking about crisis. <laughs> so then in the end, I'm just like, it's just Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's how it works. My, well, oh, there you yeah. go. Well, well, my, my simple renaming of the series is Crisis of how the fuck are you going to top that, Berlanti? I don't know how they're going to even do anything else. I feel like it's all downhill from here. No, next time no. they're going to they're gonna have Batman come in next time. Watch. That's well, that's the, that's the other thing, too. Like, he's just missing. If he's on the planet and this didn't bring him out of hiding. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> dude's in a tropical beach enjoying his vacation. Let, let him have that Dude, you sound like Tom King. That's what Tom King did with Batman. Anyway, <laughs> Mike. Uh, well, with all the uh, laughing and crying for Christ of Infinite Earth, I decided to call it Crikeys of Sadness and Mirth. <laughs> all right, all right. So now let's go for it. Ratings for the series of Crisis. I will go first. I'm actually going to give this 10. Wow. Burt Ward's walking his fat ass down with a dog. Out of 10. I really, really thought it. I mean, people say, oh, it's perfect. You know what? <coughs> Even if it wasn't perfect, it was the closest. Bless you. Bless it was the closest you. perfect to me. So I give it 10 out of 10. Uh, the oh, Master of the Six Clothes, Ralph. Ralph? Oh. I give Jesus. it an infinite amount of 10s out of 10 because this thing was just fabulous, amazing other synonyms for great hands down <laughs> like I, I I don't know what they do next time but if they don't reach this level then I'm quitting Arrowverse I'm just cold turkey just gonna stop we'll wow. see yeah <laughs> Mike uh, no I can't go along with perfect it's far from perfect but it's it's damn enjoyable I give it nine holy crimson skies of death out of ten yeah, that's exactly what he said. When he said that, I was like, all right, good job, Bert. And by yeah, the way, that. I didn't realize that, that Bert Ward, I mean, that's also a thing of his with walking the dog because he runs like an animal shelter. He runs like an animal agency. Yeah. So, so that's also yeah. a nod to his, his passion now. He, he, also, he actually huh? has a brand of dog food. Yes, that he I heard about that. Yes. And it's actually made it's uh, healthier it, for the dogs. Is it named after his character? Is it? What does your dog eat? Eat dick. <laughs> Just my God. <laughs> so there you have it. Crisis on Infinite Earths. I can't even come up with something funny because Mike just said eat dick. But guys, don't go anywhere. Keeps on the go is next. So you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial? after they make something cool. Well, since they're too lazy, Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right, it's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed, like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak, so download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app, 
for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. No more crisis. I heard it for the first time. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I took a class on enunciating. Wow, fantastic job, sir. Yeah, I drove, so how many I, how many nuns were there? Um, <laughs> way too many, and Ten they months. all got driven crazy by some unknown bearded bald guy. He, here's the thing that that, that would get me crazy: um, that um, Ralph took a class in, in enunciating, but meanwhile he couldn't say physicist right when he was having that. Ralph explains it all. <laughs> physicist, like it's hard. They all fizzled out. <laughs> <laughs> okay so guys you know the segment i give quick questions they give quick answers on all things geek we've only done it under a minute once i made the question short this time and watch them sabotage so here we go Are we ready no sure of course not okay ready set go which x-men should be the first to premiere in the mcu ralph all right picture this all right there's a scene uh the Come Avengers on, are in reason. trouble, <laughs> and out God. of nowhere comes a bullet, and who comes to protect them? Armor. Mike. <laughs> the original five, Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Angel, Beast, Iceman, no Wolverine. All right. Which series are you more excited for, Lock and Key or The Boys Season 2? Mike. Lock and Key for the win, Alex. Absolutely. Ralph. Uh, it's a no-brainer. Open the door. Lock and Key. There we go. Fill in the blank. The Super Bowl commercial for the Marvel Disney Plus shows have me feeling blank. Ralph. Yes. <laughs> Mike. Flaccid as a priest as an adult sex club. Jesus. <laughs> Most unpopular thought you have about a movie or combo character. Go. Ralph. Uh, you fucking sabotaged me on purpose. <laughs> what are you talking this- about? Dude, your answers are longer than Mike's words, man. It's like, um, well, what the fuck? I'm sorry if I'm a master of dramatic pauses. It's not my fault. You. It's not I my fault. Stab you. I swear to God. All right. Are we pausing our way through this question? <laughs> yeah, of course. He oh. pauses way through the three other questions. What was the question? Okay. Most unpopular thought you have about a movie or comic book character. I'll say mine in a couple minutes. I'll let you guys go first. Um, that, like, what do you mean, like, unpopular thought? Like, something that you believe in um, that, that's unpopular. Like, like, basically something you believe in, but everybody else thinks the opposite of you. Oh. Like, if you, like, if you were to say, like, like, dead, like Deadpool, is, Deadpool is not the greatest movie of all time. Oh. Kick-ass sucks balls. Hmm, there you go. Okay. I, I mean, I, I don't know how unpopular that is, but okay, I, I fear you. I Mike. mean, it's unpopular with you. Damn, that's enough. (laughs) Mike? Uh, Batman is so ridiculously written, he's either useless or unbelievable as a non-powered character. Okay. You've said that for years, too. I I mean, when he pulls out that shark repellent, it's kind of, you know. That was at least fun and campy. But, like, now, I mean, it's like he literally stood in front of uh, Darkseid's Omega Beams, and they've missed. (laughs) I'm like. They were scared of him. Telling you, man. Which, which, okay. And that's unbelievable (laughs) for a non-powered individual. Uh, You know. You know what? Like I said, (laughs) you know what's unbelievable? Uh, Adam West Batman pulling out that Bat Riot shield out of nowhere, and then when they put it away, I was watching some uh, scenes of them uh, in slow motion. How Burt Ward then pulls out the shield out of like instantly nowhere. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I've, they, they magic satcheled that shit. Staying on the Batman tip, but not really Batman, more his villain. I'm going to take a book out of Mike's book and, and kind of change it up book. a little bit. That's a big book. No. Yeah, no, no, but, but especially this one. The Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix movie, The Joker, is heavily overrated. I, yeah. I agree with that. Well, well you know, I, we've already rated it. You know, I agree with that. <laughs> I, yeah. I agree there. Oh, by the way. Mike's book is also a pop-up book, just so, <laughs> oh yeah. just God. for people out there. But it's a lot of pages. Yeah, 
And it's only a pop-up book when it's sitting on my lap. So <laughs> wow. be, care- be careful. Be careful. What? Be careful when you lean to look in and what might hit you in the eye. Oh my God! <laughs> and that, why do you have no female listeners, Cap? I don't know. We we just you know go off the rails sometimes. I also have a I also have a pop-up uh, popcorn container as well. Oh my God! No, that's a gong. That's a gong right there, dude. You went over the line. Thank you. Mike gets should get at least one gong a fucking day. Well, I'm one sure, a show. I'm sure Mike gets all the gongs he wants. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> oh man, get your gong on. Okay, so let's go to shout outs, um, gentlemen. Shout outs, anybody? Tired of shouting out you people. Damn it! Listen, just listen, and a shout out to all you people. I love you all. Okay. Right. I would like to shout out Aaron, who came up to me at the Super Bowl party, said, see, I have been listening. I told uh, the cap the passcode. So just to show you, I've been listening. So Aaron, continue she, listening. She's going she's gonna, to she's she's yeah, keep using that same bet. No, we change it all the time. And, and, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do this. the passcode now is get your gong on. Get your gong on. Okay, yeah. there you go. Passcode, get your gong on. For we, anybody listening to the, the end of the show, get your gong on. Yeah, Yo, we should have a bunch of T-shirts. But that's another story. A lot of great things. Um, shout out to um, shout out to everybody. Uh, like Mike said, um, shout out to Big Kev. Thanks for helping me out for the Super Bowl party. Um, shout out to, of course, Mike and Ralph for coming by, and everybody else who came by to the pot to the um, Super Bowl party. It was definitely a lot of fun. Um, shout out to Jamal, who we bump into randomly in the middle of the street. Yeah, and I might have shouted him out before, but I'm doing it again because it's just so amazing how out of nowhere. Bump it to his motherfucker. Mr. Stone. But I texted oh, yeah. him. He doesn't get back to me. Yeah. And a shout out to uh, JP and Jazz. Hopefully, we will get together with you guys soon. Yes, I will. Of course, that. if we do, it'll probably be before you actually listen to this show. So <laughs> it won't be as much a surprise yeah. by that point. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else before we bid adieu? No. That's it. No. I'm just bidding 25 cents. I am not a high bidder. I'll match that bid. <laughs> ah. Oh. oh, so then that's two of us. So that is a do. <laughs> wow I'm so glad we had this time together so for FFG Mike the finance guy and R2 Square we're off the tech keep it geeky and I haven't seen Birds of Prey can somebody babysit my daughter anybody 